Welcome to the Two Bros Podcast, and thanks for being a part of our journey as we tackle the Christian walk from a follower's perspective, navigate through the challenges in life and church culture, and share our experiences through topics, even hard topics that most people shy away from. Yo, bro. Yo, what's up, bro? I'm good. How are you doing? Not too bad, man. Chilling in the car right now, doing a live podcast. Yeah, man. So good. What, what day is today? December 26, 27? 27. December 2021. It just snowed last night, that wet snow. Oh, I hate when it snows wet, man. Yeah. You know, because then uh, if you don't have winter tires, you forget about it. Yeah, that's it. Huh? <laughs> Bro, it's so good to be here with you, man. I um, My desire is that other people would listen to uh, what we're saying. We are just two Christians. Two Christian ordinary dudes, you know, just yeah. getting together. That uh, we love the Lord. Yeah. And we seek his face. Every day. But that we are also sinners. Yeah. And we, we in any way, we do not want to be hypocrites. We know our flaws and we know our sins. And, and we know that many of the things that we do, we fall short every day. And that's why we need the Lord so much. So... Yeah, bro. I have a question for you, man. All right. Yeah. Let's go. What you Let's got? Let's see here. I got... No, bro. Uh, it's the end of the year, you know? Yeah. And there are so many Christians right now that they are stuck in their growth with Christ. And with the hope of a new year, they wonder if 2022 will be any different. We would all agree that, uh, you know, there are plenty of reasons why a believer would find him or herself in this situation. And that for some of us, some of us, we have been uh, for e for years wondering, is this it? Mm. What is the most essential thing a follower of Christ needs to focus in order to overcome this challenge? When I ever think about what's the first step, I always revert back to the armor of God, and that's the belt of truth. Because if we don't believe what we read, and what God has to say and his position and, and our position with him, if we can't believe what his son did on the cross, you know, thousands of years ago and, and the fact that he resurrected and we can't believe these things, how, you know, you, you cannot have the right mindset to get through the challenges. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just think that it starts at truth and taking God's word as truth and not, intermingling it with worldly ideas and worldly wisdom and things like that. I know there's some good stuff out there for sure. But if you can understand God's word and believe that it is truth, then you can face the world because you know you have the God of the universe behind you. So basically what you're telling me is that for a Christian out there that is stuck in his spiritual growth with Christ or if it's if it's because of sin if it's because of any other circumstance that person at a certain point in her life is not believing in something so it has to do with faith yeah faith that he could overcome that situation or or faith that he can get out of that problem is that what you're saying well yeah i mean when you when you have faith your mindset changes okay if i believe that the god of the universe loves me so much Mm -hmm. that he will do anything for me and everything in order 
to help me so that I would honor and respect him and, and, and cause a changed heart in a person. Like, okay, I'm talking about a loaded thing right here, so let me break it down a little bit. Faith is the thing that justifies you. Believing that Christ died for you, mm -hmm. having that faith, that's what justifies you. If you think in, in any form that it is up to you or your ability or anything like that, then now you're stepping away from faith and you're trying to fill in a justifiable action or something to, to prove to you that, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, the Lord loves me because I, I am good. I've done some good. And then when you're faced with bad and you fall short and you do this, then that way of thinking destroys you. Because mm -hmm. then you're sitting there thinking, oh, maybe I'm not a Christian. Oh, maybe I don't have enough strength. Oh, I, you know, and then you, people always tell you, no, you got to, it's in God's hands. It's in this. And, yeah. you know, and then, and then the next thing you're thinking is, well, I can't just sit on the couch and be like, okay, God, help me out. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not saying don't take action, don't respond, don't any, all that is important. But if you have the right faith, yeah, you're going to respond correctly. Yeah. And when you read God's word and you believe it to be true, that encourages your faith. So, so, so let's say then that uh, for whatever, um, in, in whatever circumstance God is working in your life or uh, whatever problem you have, let's say, for example, that some would have a, a lack of patience. Uh, some would be uh, struggling with uh, something else, uh, let's say anger, lack of patience, anger, or some would be struggling with lust. Um, so you're telling me that sanctification is the process where the holy spirit is working in the believer's life to bring him to conformity with the image of christ but this is all happening uh through faith so let's say if god is really working your life so you become more patient having less let's say bursts of anger it means that yes god is working and give you patience uh self-control but the thing that is increasing while God is doing that in your life is faith. I think you as a person, when you're faced with challenges, like you talked about sanctification. Yeah. These are processes. These are hard things to go through. When mm -hmm. you're in a trial, it's not easy. It's not designed to be easy. It's mm -hmm. supposed to be something that feels hard. And the reason why it's difficult and hard and can be burdensome is because it's designed to make you come back to God. Mm -hmm. Because any trial that you go through, God, you know, God is building us, right? And he says, you know, puts us through a fire so that when we come out, we come out shining like brass. Mm -hmm. He has a plan and he has a purpose and there's a way that he works with us. And because we're not perfect, we're going to see imperfection in the process. We're going to have our doubts. We're going to be weak. We're going to want to run away. We're going to want to just give up, you know, because it's so hard. And I think part of the process is to die to self. And that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard thing to do because you because you are in the flesh and you're putting to death the flesh, you're going to feel it. That's why it's hard. People It's going to be painful. Well, yeah, because and here's the thing, it's you know, we read these these scriptures that talk about, "Oh, rest rest everything on on him and he'll take care of it and and there's peace, there's freedom and all this stuff." And it's true. 100% yeah. it's true. But there's also those ones that says present yourself as a living sacrifice. Exactly. It feels like a lot of people don't say it, but the living sacrifice is like ugly picture, bro. If you look at the Old Testament, it's like bloody, painful. Right. So, you know, someone actually giving their life as a sacrifice. You know, yeah. it's yeah. so it feels like if you're going to do that, 
as a Christian, you will suffer because your body will say, oh, I want it, sin so bad, and you have to shut it down. You have to kill it. You right. Know, it's, right. Yeah, and I understand it. The more you start killing it, the more you feel it because it's still a part of you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people forget that. Mm-hmm. You know, to overcome the desires of the flesh is to be in the spirit. And it's true. The more you're in the spirit, when you're really in the spirit, Mm-hmm. The matters of the flesh don't bother you. Don't bother you. It's and it's true. and it's an easier fight. It's an easier transition. But of course, to be in the spirit, it takes time, dedication, meditation, prayer. You know, reading God's word and 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 meditating on it. Like I, I can tell you right now, we always focus on reading and praying, mm-hmm. which is very important. But we often forget to meditate. So since since we're talking about that, then. Is that what would you say to um, someone that, well, you no, know, we're in the end end of 2021, we're going through to uh, 2022, and and I, man, I can tell you right now that there is a lot, um, a lot of Christians out there. They're saying, oh, I, they're not maybe thinking that that they performed poorly, because right. we know that it's not based on our performance. No, but they, yeah. but they're out there saying that. You know, they're out there in the back of their minds. They're like, oh, man, I could have done so much better. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to that, what what is the the practicality of it? What would you say if faith, if it's believing the truth, how can I increase that? How can I how can I have more of that in my life as a Christian? What is the practical thing that I can do to to achieve that or, or sort of to, you know, get there? It comes down to being self-aware and, and analyzing self, mm-hmm. and, but using God's word to analyze yourself. Because if you truly understand what God is talking about, about us, about sin, about how every intention of our thoughts is evil. Sometimes when I when I read the Bible and, and the Lord is describing us, I'm thinking, wow, we're really bad. Like, it's yeah. terrible, you yeah. know? And, but... We, we often come into a situation in life and we think, well, look, this person passed away or this bad thing happened to someone that's good. You know, we see these things and, and then we ask the question, well, why? Because God is sovereign. And Amen. there's two things I want to say to that. One, yeah. how often do we give thanks to the Lord, the fact that no bad things have happened for so many days and so many months of our lives? Mm-hmm. And then how quick are we to judge God when something bad happens? Yeah. Right. Because we know that God doesn't want anything bad to happen to us. But we chose this path. In order for us to understand evil and sin, we have to see it. Mm-hmm. We have to see the consequences of it. And we have to be aware of what kind of evil and, and how God even looks at these things. Mm-hmm. And when you see this stuff, when you see rape and you see children suffering or you see um, um, what what people in power do to the weak and the innocent, and 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 you like if you actually took the time to step away from you know if you're North American, we live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. We absolutely and when things get hard, we start whining and crying. Yeah. But there are people who literally don't know if they're going to drink tomorrow, water. Yeah. If they're going to eat, and then they have, you know, these warlords coming in and killing people, and they're running and they're they're living in, in who knows what like a box, you know, or if that. And I don't know. I just, I feel like sometimes we don't have a concept mm-hmm. of the reality of certain human traits that we have. And 
you know, we always we see these movies of heroes and and winning, and and you know, there have been a lot of good people that did a lot of great things, and we always cling to that. Mm-hmm. But we forget how many evil people there are and how much evil has been done in the world and still happening today in the shadows totally unaware of yeah for sure for sure bro so this is why when when you read god's word and he describes us like this and he describes the world like this Mm -hmm. and all these things and you believe it Mm -hmm. when you see it for yourself you're like yeah this is what god was talking about yeah and this is why christ was so important now because I believed in God's word, and now I saw it, so I can I can fortify my belief uh-huh. in God's word. Yeah. My my trust and faith in Him is so much more, because mm-hmm. I'm seeing the truth of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it comes in hand in hand. I don't know. Like, what do you think? Well, a lot of Christians are saying that. Oh, I gotta, I gotta be better in 2022, and I think the answer is that. I need to read the Bible more. I need to pray more. I need to fast and I need to seek God and, you know, be in fellowship with other believers. And I feel that that's what we're going to hear uh, from a lot of other Christians too. And it is all true, right? But I feel there is a, a manner in, in which you go about that. That is what you were just saying. That when we are stuck as a Christian, as Christians, it's because there is um, something in your life the Lord is working. And you're not seeing, and maybe you are in that situation because you're not dealing with it in the light of the Word of God. You know, you're not really meditating in the things that are happening in your life or you're not saying to the Lord, Lord, show me uh, why is this happening, how I can get out of it. And for sure, bro, it's faith, you know, and I find it I find it in myself. I'll, I'll be honest with you. There are sins in my life that have been struggling for many, many years. And I look at 2022, uh, I said, Lord, is this the year where, you know, this is going to end? Is this the year where... You know, I'm going to be free of this thing. Is this a year where it's all going to go away? But I feel that it does not have a lot to do with, with that. It's it's more like, what is the Lord has said, you know, about this specific situation in my life or in anybody else's life, What whatever the situation is? And do you believe it? If you don't believe it, what is causing you to not believe it? You know, and I feel that it is somehow like, a journey to find that out, bro. One of the things that we do, and I think it's funny because we're not just going to the gym and then going home mm-hmm. when it comes to spiritual things. Rather, we're at war. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So when I go to boot camp in the military and I get trained, I learn to fight, I learn this, I learn you know, the tactics, everything, chain of command, all that stuff. And then there's a war, I go. And I fight, and I'm doing something. Yeah. And I think a lot of Christians stop at the church. They read, they pray, they grow, they study God's word, they learn new things, they listen to you know different pastors or scholars, and they want to gain context, and and all these things are good. You're doing so much training, so much training. But then the next question is, where, where's the action? Mm-hmm. There's poor people out there. There's people starving, drug addicts. There's, you know. Uh, communities that need support. There's 
A whole country is getting divided now with, with, with the, the vaccine, unvaxxed, and coronavirus, this whole thing that's been going on. And God is calling us to get out in the field, to do something. We've all been given gifts and talents and all these things, but we just dwell on the training so much. And then you don't end up doing anything and you're sitting there and you're wondering, you know, what, what am I doing, man? What do, I need to do something. I, I got to serve and I don't even know where to go or what to do because all I've been doing is training and I never really thought about well, what can I do to, to benefit not just my fellow Christian, but the people around me, the country I'm in, the mm -hmm. community that surrounds me. Yeah. You know, it's not just, hey, go and evangelize. Mm -hmm. the, the Lord's going to provide opportunity for you to evangelize in every situation, whether it's in work that you do, uh, whether it's a, a community thing you do, or it could be a hockey team, it could be, you know, a dance group that you're, you're leading. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all do different things, and the Lord's going to use us that way. But it's having that mindset saying, okay, Lord, I know you. I know your commission that you've given us. You know, I have a church, I have a community, I have brothers that support me. I want to do something now. I mm -hmm. want to get involved. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to get to that point. Otherwise, we go through a whole year praying and reading, struggling with sin, Not praying and reading, struggling with sin, yeah. praying and calling my buddies, pray for me. Did I, you do this all year, and, and at the end of yeah. it, what, what have you done for the Lord other than just focus on yourself? Yeah. It's funny that you said that because the, the, the next question that I have in mind is this. Is it, um, is it okay for a Christian who's struggling with sin still go out there and, and do something for the Lord? Absolutely. Because yeah. everyone's a sinner. Yeah. That, you know, struggling with sin. Because I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people are hearing no from their pastors and depending on what, what's their background and, you know, what they believe in. But I know that because I heard no so many times before, right? Yeah, and here's the funny thing. Because if you're helping a community of people that are, let's say, alcoholics, mm -hmm. and then you struggle with alcoholism, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Here you are preaching. It's probably not going to happen. But you're, you ain't following what you're preaching, and so it's, yeah. you, you come across as a hypocrite. Yeah. And, and this is a very extreme view. There are people who struggle with something, you know, there's probably tons of guys that struggle with porn. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And if everybody was honest, then we would have nobody doing anything. Yeah, that's true. That's we, true. You know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And, and what? So now... You wouldn't be serving the worship team? No, no worship team. You can't even no communicate. No productions in you church. No, forget about... No camp. greeting visitors. Uh, nothing <laughs> and and that's just that's just one let alone lying let alone anger let alone who knows people, many people have multiple things i i struggle with multiple things from time mm -hmm. to time you know it's yeah. not like uh, i'm a perfect being every single day i'm not you know but the thing is if i'm not doing anything then i'm just letting sin go wild yeah i mean when we look it feels at feels like you're even more vulnerable well that's the thing you you're just sitting there Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, you can't serve on the team now. Sorry, you can't do this, you can't do this. So now now you can't do anything. And then on top of that, you feel like you can't do anything because you're not perfect. Mm -hmm. So you have no motivation so to do anything. You're accumulating so, guilt. Oh, oh, yeah, and all you're doing is focusing on your sin and your the fact that you struggle with the sin from time to time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a useless Christian. That's what Satan wants. And the heavy thought that you're disqualified Yeah. because of that. Satan's like, okay, I, I can't win his soul. 
you know? So the best thing I can do is make him a useless Christian. And yeah. I'm going to use him. And I'm going to use the people around him. I'll make him unfit for ministry. Yeah. And the more you're thinking about how weak you are to a sin now, especially now that you've been kicked out of everything and, and all you got is you battling your sin alone, how are you going to overcome? Yeah. You you have to turn to God. And, and not only that, you have to turn to your community and people to pray for you, brothers to come with you and, and support you. And I, I'm a firm believer in action because if you do not do something, then all you're doing is facing your sin on a daily basis. Yeah. When you're busy and you're doing something and, and you're in a field where there's people who suffer and struggle, the last thing you're thinking about is your sin. And should should we encourage someone that is going through that, even if he's going he's going through that or she's going through that right now, but they were told by the church to say, sorry, you're not good enough for... Not in that way, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, okay, just imagine this. Picture this, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Paul's writing a letter, okay, and he's saying, "Guys, I do the things I do not want to do. Yeah. And the things I want to do, I can't do. And then the church writes a letter. Paul, you got to stop. You, you just got to stop going out and, and preaching God's word because you you need to fix this first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I brought that up to any pastor, please, they would say no way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this but, is but I feel that there are Christians out there in this situation where they're being told by either the youth pastor or the mentor in church or a pastor or a leader or even a more mature older Christian or uh, wh whoever it is and uh, they are sort of shut down and not doing anything so we're we are we are to encourage you to get moving right? yeah because think think where that comes from it's fear of man yeah that's what it is. They're afraid people are going to judge the leader or the or, or whoever's running the group. Oh, you have uh, you got some people on there struggling with this or that, and you know you, you guys aren't you guys aren't Christians, yeah, you know, and 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 we fall for that, yeah, right. It's like yeah. we, oh shoot, yeah, I gotta sorry man, you you can't be a part of this team anymore. Oh no, you can't be a part of this team. And then everyone else is like hush about their sin. Well, I want to be on the team, but I don't, I don't want to confess. Yeah. So what are we building? Who's really the hypocrite? Since when does since when do we have a team of non-sinners? Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody. So true, so true. There you go, man. Amen, bro. Amen. So uh, that's it for this episode. Yeah, that's it for this episode. I yeah. hope you guys enjoyed our yeah. conversations. Listen, if you have any questions or you know you might have some wisdom on what we're talking about please don't hesitate reach out to us email us with a question and and, and we'd love to do a q a on on these topics that we spoke about amen amen you're listening to the two bros podcast follow us on instagram at two bros podcast official send us your comments requests and questions to support this channel email us at two bros at two bros and god bless